Hey girl, welcome to the Light the Way podcast, a community determined to help you find the joy by choosing to focus on what makes you so beautifully you. I'm Chelsea, a 25-year-old with a seriously strong belief that I'm here to connect with females like you who recognize we can struggle and move forward with optimism at the same time. People need people, so my mission is to connect with and encourage you to find your passions and be so dang proud of them so you can run after the purpose you feel called to serve. Are you ready? Let's light the way. Hey girl, first things first today, I am so grateful for you, truly. I logged into my podcast hosting site this past week and the Light the Way podcast has officially passed 1,000 downloads. That means that collectively, you have been a part of the 1,000 times someone has chosen to press play on one of these episodes. That is such a big deal for me and I'm so proud. And so I want you to know that while I'm happy you're here connecting with me, I'm also so dang grateful and thankful you're helping to support and grow this community simply by making the time to listen. Today, I want to start by taking you back to what I remember high school and college Chels worrying about. I know every teenager has different responsibilities and priorities, but I also believe that no matter if you are a teenager today or you left the teen years behind, we can all connect to some core worries. For me, I remember worrying about how late I was going to have to stay up doing homework. I remember sitting in English class worrying about if I was going to be able to help my team win our soccer game after school. Other days, I'd be worrying about the running that was going to take up most of our basketball practice. And if you're curious, running is just not my thing. And I also always felt so defeated when I couldn't keep up with the others. I remember worrying about if anyone was going to ask me to be their date to the dance coming up, or if the person I asked would say yes or no. I worried about if my friends didn't like spending time with me as much as I like spending time with them. I'm sure I could actually sit here for several more minutes and keep on listing my teenage worries. And I think that is proof that our brains are not working in our favor. They are working against our positive mindsets because they're hardwired to worry about if everything is going to be okay or if we are okay. And unless we intentionally slow down and think about what's going on in our lives, that worry takes over. So this is what I want to talk with you about today. Let's dive in to how you can take action to be mindful and keep your cup full and your heart fulfilled. I want you to channel your inner mathematician for a moment. Yes, it's there. You have a piece of paper, a pencil, a compass, and a ruler. Now, the compass is a thing that helps you to draw a circle. So you take that compass and you draw a big circle. And then you use the compass and the ruler to section that circle into equal parts. And voila, you have yourself a beautiful fulfillment circle. By the end of this episode, my hope is that you have filled up this circle with what makes you so beautifully you. I'm going to encourage you to think about the people, responsibilities, passions, and priorities in your own life that help to keep you feeling fulfilled and encouraged. And once you have figured out what those things are for you, I'm going to go one step further and ask you to check in on your circle weekly. Is your circle representing the person you are becoming? Are you making time for everything you say is important to you? Is each sector of your circle getting the best energy you have to offer? Is the word sector too mathy for you? I hope not, but if so, we'll blame the math teacher and me for all of this geometry talk today. To help you find value within your fulfillment circle, 
we're going to work backwards with a four-step brainstorming party. Are you ready? Right now, let's jump into the future. Side note, my current favorite emoji is the rocket ship, and I definitely encourage you to use it more. I think it's really important to have a vision for what you want your life to look like in a month, six months, a year, and even several years from now. And the reason I believe this is because we need something to work for. We are here for a purpose, and that purpose takes our attention and action. So in order to know what we need to fill our days and weeks with, step one of the party is to figure out what we're working for. Are you hoping to pursue a specific career? Do you have a plan for after high school that really excites you? How about a goal for that hobby of yours? Once you figure out what future you is doing, it's time to think about all of the action steps that it might take for you to grow into becoming that future version. And bonus points if you get out your journal and start writing that list down today. Because girl, it is not enough to dream the dream or envision the vision and then wait for it to happen. If you want it, you've got to be willing to get to work. Step two of our brainstorming party is to figure out what kind of work you need to put in to turn your dream into your reality. Maybe it's committing 30 minutes a day to practicing. Do you need to look into joining a group or a team or club that will give you more experience? Is there a part-time job you could apply for to give yourself some practice showing up? Once you have all of this possible action written down, it's time for step three. You get to choose what to focus on right now. I want to say that I will never be the one encouraging you with the all-or-nothing mindset. It can be really tempting to fall into this well-known trap that if I can't have what I want today, then I don't want it at all. But girl, no. Those thoughts are never going to leave you feeling fulfilled. I'm here to help you find excitement in the action you can take today to set yourself up for growing into that future you that you dream of becoming. Take your list of possible action steps and choose one to three that you can start working on today. If choosing one is going to be what you have time for, then commit to that. And then when you are reflecting on how it's been going three weeks from now, ask yourself if you have time to add on a new responsibility from your list. Which leads me to the final step of our brainstorming party. Step four is staying consistent with the thing you said you were going to do. If you're going to spend 30 minutes practicing something that will make you better and more prepared for that future goal, then make sure that practice happens before you sit down and let yourself watch TV or scroll your phone. If you're going to join a club or a team to help you gain more experience, then don't miss the meetings, but also make sure that you ask how you can actually become an engaged and an involved member instead of just sitting on the sidelines and being a name on the roster. So now that we're back in the present moment of what you're doing today to help you grow, it's time to check back in on that fulfillment circle. Maybe your circle has family, friends, music, nature, movement, rest, and school in it. Each week, you need to take time to check in on how you are feeling about each of these areas. The goal is that you feel fulfilled, at peace, and like you're able to give that part of your life your best energy. And if you're reflecting and you feel like you're not giving something your best, then I need you to ask yourself why. Because if it is important to you, then it should be receiving the best energy you have to give, even if that looks different day to day. The powerful part of this check-in is that if you can recognize when something that you say is important to you is not getting your best, 
then you are absolutely capable of finding a root cause and working to overcome that. To keep this activity simple, you could even use a 1 through 10 scale. And remember, it's about how fulfilled each area is making you feel. If you give something a low rating, consider what adjustments you can make moving forward to purposefully increase that number. Your joy and fulfillment is in your control. So don't give the blame game any of your time. Instead, recognize what you can do to turn that negative energy or lack of fulfillment into something you are proud of. And then you also get to be proud of knowing that you are the one who did something about it. Now, before I say goodbye, I would like to make a suggestion. Your fulfillment circle is yours, and I do not want to tell you what makes you feel fulfilled, because truthfully, I have no idea. But, hear me out here, I do believe there is at least one thing that deserves a sector of your circle, and that is celebration. I'm guessing that's not on yours at the moment, yeah? You deserve to celebrate what makes you so beautifully you every dang day. So, Make room for the dance parties and the fist bumps and the mom, guess what I achieved today's in your life. And I have a feeling that fulfillment is going to spread into everything else. All right, you're ready to go now. Are you fired up to go light the way? If you are, head over to my Instagram at countonlearning207 and grab the fulfillment circle graphic to use. And even better, share with your girlfriends. I saved it in my podcast highlight for you. Don't forget to tag me so I can celebrate you right alongside you. Thanks for being here, girl. I'll talk to you soon. I am so excited you took the time to slow down and connect with this message today. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you loved this episode, I'd be so appreciative if you would share it with a friend. You can take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to social media. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at countonlearning207 so I can be sure to send some love your way. We're on this journey together, girl. So until next time, go light the way.